0: Our psalms today are Psalm 24 on page 368 and Psalm 30 on page 374. Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Ear- Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people. Pardon and peace that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread.
2: As it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 30 on page Excuse me, Psalm 24 on page 368. The earth is the Lord's and all that therein is, the compass of the world and they that dwell therein.
1: For
2: he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods.
0: Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall rise up in his holy place?
2: Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and hath not lifted up his mind into vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor.
0: He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation.
2: This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob.
0: Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in.
2: Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle.
0: Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in.
2: Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory.
0: Psalm 30 on page 374 I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up and not made my foes to triumph over me.
2: O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me.
0: Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit.
2: Sing praises unto the God, Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for remembrance of his holiness.
0: For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning.
2: And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed, thou Lord, of thy goodness, and goodness has made my hill so strong.
0: Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled.
2: Then I cried unto thee, <laughs> O Lord, and gat me, my Lord, right humbly.
0: What profit is there in my blood, when I go down into the pit?
2: Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth?
0: Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper.
2: Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy, and thou hast put off my sackcloth, and girded me with gladness.
0: Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee for ever.
2: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: here begins the fifth chapter of the book of isaiah
3: now let me sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved regarding his vineyard my well-beloved has a vineyard on a very fruitful hill he dug it up and cleared out its stones and planted it with the choicest vine he built a tower in its midst and also made a wine press in it so he expected it to bring forth good grapes but it brought forth wild grapes and now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, please, between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done to my vineyard than I, that I have not done in it? Why then, when I expected it to bring forth good grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? And now, please let me tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it shall be burned, and break down
1: its wall, and it shall be trampled down. Here ends the first lesson. no it doesn't there's two more verses
3: verse five (laughs) and now please let me tell you what i will do to my vineyard i will take away its hedge and it shall be burned and break down its wall and it shall be trampled down i will lay it waste it shall not be pruned or dug but there shall come up briars and thorns i will also command the clouds that they rain no rain on it for the vineyard of the lord of hosts is the house of israel and the men of judah are his pleasant plant He looked for justice, but behold, oppression, for righteousness, but behold, a cry for help. Here ends the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
3: Here begins the eighth chapter of the book of Revelation. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets, then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded and hail and fire followed mingled with blood and they were thrown to the earth and a third of the trees were burned up and all green grass was burned up then the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea and a third of the sea became blood and a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed Then the third angel sounded and a great star fell from heaven burning like a torch and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water the name of the star is wormwood a third of the waters became wormwood and many men died from the water because it was made bitter then the fourth angel sounded and a third of the sun was struck a third of the moon and a third of the stars so that a third of them were darkened a third of the day did not shine and likewise the night And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Here ends the second lesson.
0: Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people O God, may clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Blessed Lord, who hast caused all holy scriptures, scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I think it's really important, especially as we look at our colleagues today, to remember that um, we're giving thanks, especially this week, for the scriptures and uh, that we have those to guide us. And so it's... um, something to be thankful for. But I'm also seeing as we're going through Advent, the scriptures are pointing us in a direction, and the direction seems to be of course from the uh this week was the bible week and we're we're thanking god for the scriptures but all through advent we're asking him to separate us from the things that would uh, make us evil or from to that we live differently from um than the from the world and i think one of the big temptations for us is that the world tries to um suck us into the idea that we can combine worldly thoughts with uh heavenly Heavenly practices, and so what we find in this is that no there it's going to be a separate thing there's going to be those that love God, and there's going to be those that um, don't follow God and so our job's to love him so another thing to remember I think especially when we look at the prophecies of Isaiah and when we read the book of Revelation is that um, the people who don't uh, follow God who don't uh, bend the knee who don't um, believe in him, they're they're in for a lot of trouble, and the judgment is uh, pretty heavy upon them, and it's, it's, it's going can be a little bit frightening to read, but also to remember that in the early church, the main worship books were the book of the, of the prophet Ezekiel and the book of Revelation in their weekly worship, and the reason was they were living through um, tribulation, and they held on to this, as our um, colleague says, is that we hold on to this blessed hope and so it's it's important for us to remember the blessed hope and what we live for is the second coming of Jesus when he comes back to fulfill his kingdom. And in the meantime, what we look forward to is for us to be able to live in such a way that we experience his presence now. Two really big things. So uh, maybe that's um just kind of a reminder of what we do. Um, as we're going through Advent and as we're going through some of these prophecies and, and uh, writings about judgment. So Isaiah's the passage today shows us the continuing saga of God's relationship with man. And the analogy of the vineyard gives insight into the reason for the coming judgment and a hint of God's feeling and his anger towards recalcitrant man, especially those he has chosen. And in this, God is depicted as an owner of a vineyard and his chosen people as the vine, and so I think what's important to remember is that the people of Israel thought that they could be um, rely on the fact that they were Jewish or they were um, Israelis and God's people, and they didn't have to live and follow all the commands of God. But as we see here in, in Isaiah, um, that the judgment will come to them. So um, this is the kind of an exclusion of an extended, um, excuse me, the conclusion of an extended discourse that started in chapter 2. And it starts out well-beloved. And the Lord is a friend who's the well-beloved by Isaiah. And so Isaiah is calling God here. And then he talks, it goes right into the vineyard. And he talks about all the things that God did for the vineyard, watering it and planting it and making, taking care of it. And his expectation was good grapes. And what he got was wild grapes. And so even though he made every conceivable provision for the vine's productivity the, and per, and he And he provided protection protection, um, he expected a good yield, which is what you would expect from that. The problem with wild grapes is they were sour and they weren't useless for anything. they weren't marketable, and they were only fit for dumping and burning and so of course we read in here but what will happen to the vineyard it'll be trampled down as a punishment for its unfruitfulness and Israel did become desolate. Um, and accessible to any nation that wanted to invade her and in the they had the babylonian invasion in five eighty six and um and it 'll happen repeatedly until her national repentance and that that would probably be at the second coming when jesus comes that's that's that 's an interesting thought little point on revelation and um and isaiah 2. Um, some of this stuff is not stuff we can get into deeply you know in this short time we have in the evening but i think online i, I looked at and there is a revelation study that bishop and father hayden are doing it's excellent study so if you get a chance and you've given up tv or something check in on that and and use it to um make revelation be a kind of book you look forward to reading and, and aren't afraid of so in our passage from revelation tonight we see um the conclusion of the uh, of the woes or up to the last 3 and so we see this all this punishment yesterday we saw the um fake the fakeness of satan's church his fake trinity his fake christ his everything that was fake that he used to draw people away from the real god and now we're seeing this extreme judgment against that and anybody who did not believe in god and um, before the last 3 judgments the angel kind of concludes with the angel um coming through and saying whoa 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 and there's three woes because there's three um trumpets yet to play and so that's where we are so i'm imagining as if i'm a a christian at that time and we've been uh, going through tribulation and people my friends have been dying and um, i might have to give up my life for my faith rather than being afraid of that i might feel um maybe peace at the idea that god is in control And that he um, is going to take care of me. And again, important thing is that death for a Christian, and this is something we have to remember because the world is so against us, but death for a Christian is a gateway into what we've always expected, and it's it's a path to our destiny. And so it's actually something to look forward to. And I know um, I'm not standing in line for that ride yet, but when the ride comes, um, I'm hoping that I'll be... um, ready to go when that comes and and I hope that for all of us that we'll be able to accept that and we will look forward to hearing the words uh, well done good and faithful servant so let's uh, continue with the prayer for all conditions of men O oh God the creator and preserver of all mankind we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy way known unto them Thy saving health unto all nations and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, for co-leading with me. It was great to pray with all of you, and I wish God's blessing on you as we go out today, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.
1: Thank you, Dick and Thank you, Dick and Bob.